What is up, Spooth Brains? Happy Monday. It is a crisp, crisp Monday morning here. I got my snow tires on today. So that's how I'm doing. <laughs> Hashtag blessed. It was 30 degrees and raining when I got up. So <laughs> gotta love it. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just happy that I think the mosquitoes here are starting to wane. So I'm like, yay, I can actually hit the bong in peace now. It's insane because literally everything is dead here already. Like Good. my trees are basically done dropping leaves. Wow. They're like just starting to turn here. Ugh. Crazy. I love fall. And it's crazy. Almost over. You live yeah, in so, such a foreign week. place. So foreign. We in the mountains. The altitude. No, nowhere. <laughs> the altitude sickness is real, brother. <laughs> I'm sick of this altitude. Know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, man. I know what you're saying. Good. That's why I Double. left. <laughs> yeah. Double. No, that's not why I left. I left for many other way worse reasons. <laughs> yeah, that's just like a cherry on top. Yeah. Like, oh, and also it's awful. Anyways, we love it here. <laughs> I love Alaska. I can see Russia from my house. Um, Russia is a little close, though. Not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, just like one little finger it's fine a little stressfully close you know it's fine you know what i'm saying i mean it's no fine. one cares yeah who cares we're just a frozen landmass, and we're all crazy yeah like you can't be normal and live here no actually i think i really really strongly agree with that yeah it does something to you <laughs> okay this is weird <laughs> anyways <laughs> I'm like, this has been weird something. for a while now. <clears throat> Maybe we can. Yeah, let's move on. Let's Maybe move we can, on. Uh, trim that. Okay. If you're listening and you're not from here and you don't know me personally, I live in Alaska. Chloe lives in Oregon. Okay. One of us lives in a temperate climate and the other one lives in a temperamental climate. Yeah, it's pretty wild. I like to so tell crazy. people that I'm from here, but I don't like living here. So it's great. It's got like the like you can definitely brag about because anytime i even bring up that i did live in alaska i get the same yeah like, wow, oh my god that's crazy yeah. it's a flex it's a weird flex a little bit but then in the on the inside you're like you don't know the horrors i've seen yeah and i'm like oh i just spent 70 dollars on a small basket of groceries yeah of half bad fruit yeah and i just slid off the road to say that it's moose. a I like to say it's a land of extremes. It's it's kind of exhilarating in negative and positive ways, you know? It can be very beautiful. Like I said, I drive a lot. It it my drive can be very, very just like picturesque. And I'm like, wow, no one gets to see this. This is amazing. No. People spend thousands of dollars to come here. Yeah. And then in the winter I'm like, oh, it's dark the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. In the winter you're like, where's where'd the landscape go? <laughs> I can't see anything. Yeah, wow, these views. And I'm also like scared because it's icy. And, and you're like trying not to hit. I have up on service. How, how much do moose weigh? Let's hold up. Think of like a giraffe, but its head is attached to the bottom part of its body. It doesn't have a neck. Uh, they, uh, male, male mooses weigh between 840 and 1,500 pounds. So, yeah. Imagine the pure thing darkness with... and trying not to total your car on one of those things. Yeah. And the road's icy. So add that too. Also, moose's eyes are not reflective, which is so helpful. Dude, I've never seen the road. 
Dude, I've never even thought about that or mm-hmm. frankly, I don't even know if anyone's ever said that to me. That's, I've never, wow. Yeah, that just adds another layer of awful because you don't see them until you hit them. And then another fun fact, if you're driving and you hit a moose and you're in like a smaller car, like a sedan, uh, your car will take out the legs of the moose because they're insanely tall and their entire torso will ultimately end both. If you go to Alaska, just be careful and respect the fucking wildlife. <laughs> yeah, dude. The wildlife don't mess around. Last week? The moose, they're cute, but they are way more dangerous than bears. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. I would much rather be within walking distance of a bear than a moose. Uh, and I actually any agree. type of bear. And if yeah. a moose, if they have like their ears for, it's kind of like the, the horse signals, you know, if they put their ears back, evacuate. I just evacuate. If I see a moose, I'm like trying to go the other direction. <laughs> That's very true. If you see a little baby moose, you don't. No matter what, because even if it's uh, even if you just see a big moose, it could be a mom with babies that you can't see, and she's just assume be, like, it wants to murder you. Away. Yeah, assume it wants to murder you, and then just like go look at pictures online later. You know, exactly. Go watch or like or go, go to the reindeer farm. I was gonna you say go to the reindeer. There. You can give a moose a kiss there. Yep. Was it sponsored by like Alaska Airlines or something? We need. I don't know. Sponsor me. You're really expensive. I'm trying to leave the state. Mothman (laughs) Festival. Okay, but we did just talk shit about it for a while, and then we started saying scary things about moose. So I guess maybe (laughs) there's a lot of good things. It's expensive to live here. All right. The last thing I was thinking about before we started this podcast is that in a previous like attempted episode. You would like ask me about weird food combinations, and I didn't really have any. But then I was thinking about this thing that is also not a weird food combination. But it just reminded me that when I was a kid, and do you remember those little people toys, the little plastic toys? Just Google it. Yeah. Okay. And there was like a show, I think, or maybe a movie we had on VHS that we watched a lot or something. And I remember I also had the zoo set. This is going somewhere, I promise. Um, and I remember, like, I would be eating, like, Kraft mac and cheese, and the look of the Kraft mac and cheese would remind me of the way that, like, they animated the hay. So, like, in my head, I would just, like, pretend I was, like, a zoo animal eating hay when I would eat my <laughs> Kraft mac and cheese. Nice. And that's my weird story that I felt compelled to say. I absolutely love Kraft mac and cheese. I have mixed feelings. I just love macaroni. I, I love like, carbohydrates and dairy. So. Okay, but I but listen, I like the mac and cheese where it's like it's craft, but it's shaped like something, so that has like oh. a completely different texture. Yep, shaped mac is elite. I was yeah. literally thinking about this yesterday. I was walking downstairs and I was eating a pumpkin, a pumpkin Reese's, uh-huh. and shaped Reese's and shaped mac and cheese is oh. like there's it's not those it's not even tree? in the same realm. Yeah, dude. What's your favorite shape of, like, what's your favorite shaped mac, uh, craft mac and cheese? Because mine is Blue's Clues. Oh, SpongeBob. Yeah, that that tracks. <laughs> I should have known that. Also, yeah, man. this is just another memory because for a second I was like, did they have Scooby Doo shaped mac and cheese? But then I just remembered, did you ever have those Scooby Doo snacks that were like graham crackers shaped like dog treats? I literally have a box of those in my car right now. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'll take that as a yes. Yep. Mm, yep. Delicious. I have, you know, I drive a lot. I gotta have snacks. Oh, yeah. You never know when I'm gonna freaking go off the road because of a moose and be trapped in my car. 
that's a nightmare. <laughs> so, first of all, we're not manifesting that. Yeah, well, didn't that already happen? <laughs> it did. <laughs> that's why that I was whole, like... That was like the worst day of ev- I think I've ever had. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I think that already happened to you. And I had a puppy with me. Not long ago, even. I had a puppy with me in the car. Jesus. It's okay. Some military guy rescued me in like five minutes. It was great. I mean, that it was is, awful. It was so okay. cold. Another perk to Alaska. I feel like if you're like stranded on the side of the road, someone will help you. Oh, within minutes. And okay. It was six in the morning. Dead of winter. Right. Mm-hmm. The guy literally, I was like off the road. Like if it would have been less snow, if I would have been going faster, if the, if there would have been a guardrail, it would have been a lot yeah. worse. It was like a weird stars aligned type of situation. But this guy pulled up and he was, he like looked, because I'm like over this freaking embankment, right? And mm-hmm. I'm, my passenger side's down, so I'm like looking up and then I rolled down my window and he's like, hey, are you okay? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, I don't think I can pull you out. And I was like, I don't think so either. And he's like, yeah, but I can help you out and I can take you to town. And I was like, okay, lit. So I was like 20 minutes outside of town. Yeah. It was great. And he was like, I barely saw one of your headlights. I saw no other part of a vehicle. I was like, what is a, he, he said like, uh, he's like, what is a motorcycle doing out at this time in this weather? Cause it was like oh 30 God. below at this time. <laughs> so, yeah. and I had a puppy and I like handed the puppy and I was like, Hey, here's a, it's a dog. <laughs> it was great. Anyway. Oh yeah. And here's the small baby dog. This baby great Dane. And then I had to stand in the grocery store there for like three hours. Until some place opened and I can get a tow truck. And the tow truck was $600 because he had to drive two hours to get me. Dude. Anyways. Just Alaska things. Just a little tidbit of that story because that whole day was a freaking trauma. Yeah. Trauma. I'm not trying to do that again. You know, I think I'm going to read some interesting food combinations. And I think that maybe we're going to try one of these next time. Ooh. Okay. Because some of these sound pretty bussin' and some sound... Not so bussin', but I feel like we could have these for pretty inexpensive, which is I'm always down for. Yeah, read them. I want to hear. All right. <clears throat> All right. Nutella and salted chips. That's okay. Yeah, that's pretty there's, standard. There's like, aren't there that's chocolate be covered good. lays somewhere? Oh yeah. That's, thing. that's good. Yeah, I would eat that. No problem. Uh, pickle juice and peanut butter. I okay. have heard this classic. I've never tried or, it. I I don't I haven't really heard of like specifically. Mixing the pickle juice with peanut butter, but I've heard of peanut butter pickle sandwiches. Yeah, I would also eat that. I love pickles. I love peanut butter. I like the um, PBPB from Killer Burger. It's their peanut mm. butter pickle burger or something. <gasps> that it's sounds good. good. It's fucking good. It's I think the best. Like peanut butter to food is just it's a good. You bring your little weed pen. You oh hit God. that outside. You go in. You get your burger. You have a good time. I'm actively starving. Okay. Butter and sugar sandwiches. Okay. This isn't that like an Australian just, thing? I might be, I don't know, but I used to just get a piece of white bread and put butter on it and just sprinkle sugar on it and it's bussin'. Interesting. Maybe I would try it. Thing. It sounds like a, a good high thing to eat, you know? Um, yeah. It reminds me of fairy bread. You know how, what that is? Mm, sounds freaking good. Do you know what that is? Fairy bread? Explain it. Okay, it's when Australians take like white bread and then they smear a whole bunch of butter on it and then they put like the colorful round sprinkles on it and that's it. And it's like breakfast, I think. Or like it's like a little kid food, especially. That's my understanding. Put some Vegemite on it. I mean, I would 
try it just because if it was there and well, I'm like that I just you know but I feel like sprinkles don't really provide any taste it's just like maybe a texture thing slash the novelty of the colors I don't know cream cheese and flaming hot cheetos that sounds delicious cream cheese is delicious flaming hot cheetos delicious yeah I would also eat a jalapeno cheeto dipped in cream cheese I think I would eat anything dipped in cream cheese so let's be real <laughs> dude I don't know why, but last time when you showed me your water bottle, it didn't look nearly that big. And now I'm just Oh, it's like, a gallon. When It's a gallon? Yeah, dude. Look how big my hands are. Oh, yeah. Dude, I have extremely long fingers, so... Yeah, you do. It's like, to the point where it's noticeable in, in photos, I feel like... It looks like my fingers just got, like, stretched out to an abnormal degree. This guy I had a crush on in high school, we were next to each other in math class, which was great because he copied my answers. And... He told me I had baby knuckles. Baby knuckles? What does that mean? That apparently my knuckles look like baby knuckles. What does that mean? Okay, you ever look. seen a baby's knuckles? I'm looking up baby. I'm looking up baby hands. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, gotta see a baby picture. Baby hands. Show me your hand again. I think it's just because I have overweight hands. Overweight hands. Okay. Do you see what I mean though? Like the knuckles. I think they just. But like so many people have hands that are the size of your hands. You know what I mean? No, like, but just the knuckles. They look like they don't look particularly anything to me. They just look know. like knuckles. They do not look like baby knuckles. All right. Well, I've literally thought about that since I was in high school. So now I'm like, do I have baby knuckles? Maybe I do. Maybe you do. Maybe it's a good thing. I don't know. He didn't elaborate. A good thing? Mm, I don't know. Damn Chloe. girl, you got them baby knuckles. <laughs> you got them baby knuckles. All right. I'm going to read some more food things because I want to try these. We need to make a list. Okay. 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 All right. Bananas on pizza. Hmm. Hmm. But what would I be love, the other toppings? That's my question. Like, what I toppings love pair with hot that? Bananas. So, I think that would be delicious. Bananas on pizza. Oh. But you like, ever had, I, you ever had like, fried but, bananas? No. But here's the thing, Taylor. What? It can't just be bananas on pizza. So, what else is okay. going with the banana? That's the question so, I need to know. Uh, let me finish the sentence before you interrupt me because I know you're gonna have feelings. Okay. The masses would say bacon, right? I think bacon is mid i think i, I think yet? it has its time and place i think canadian bacon would be a more appropriate choice try you know okay a ham action here's the thing i also have similar feelings about bacon i really like it in certain places but i think it gets like sometimes there's too much or there's it's in the places where it doesn't belong and yep. you know it's overwhelming it's very strong flavor but I don't know if I agree with you about Canadian bacon and banana because I feel like texturally it's just not right. But I also don't believe that what I just Googled makes any sense. This is There's a recipe for banana curry pizza. It just that looks sounds like... delicious. Send me that recipe. Okay. I will. It has no reviews. Perfect. Curry I'll powder, Curry powder, smoked cheese, pizza sauce, bananas. You know, why not? It's a Swedish favorite. Wait, what? Oh, Alexander Skarsgård. I can cook for you, baby boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, God. I need to rein it in. Okay. Now okay. It didn't look like... I didn't realize... The, the link that came up, it just looked so like... I didn't think it was anything, but this is actually... Okay. Wait. Oh, and they have a bunch of other ones listed. Okay. So, I need this banana curry pizza. Here it is. Someone tweeted... A picture of their pizza and they said i think i'm gonna have to depart for the moon after this but here goes this is an africana my fave pizza pineapple curry banana ham peanuts 
I hope you won't get nightmares. Yeah, so it seems like people do like banana and ham. Yeah, because, I mean, I would I would just cut up the ham and really tiny so I didn't have to, like, pull a whole piece of ham off the pizza at the same time. Yeah, that's true. That is, that. The, that is honestly a big downfall of ham, and it's not the ham's fault. It's the way we cut it, so, ew. Someone melted candy canes all over the top of a savory pizza. That is... Candy canes? That is chaotic evil. I don't like that, because then they harden. That's a, like, that's a hard sin. candy. That's a freaking like sin. Doing, like marshmallow cream or something. It's like, that's a hard candy. Yeah. It's no, going to harden awful. again. That's awful. No. Strawberries. Would you have strawberries on pizza? I would try anything on pizza with limitations. Not, Not like things I wouldn't normally eat. Not like bugs or anything. You know, it depends because if I'm like in another country, cricket pizza. If I'm in another country, I'd put bugs on my pizza. You think so? Yeah. Anyways, yeah, we should do some weird food combinations. So, uh, like, for example, I don't know if I already said this or not, but orange juice and, like, Chips Ahoy cookies. Oh, yeah. I would try that. Because it's, it's, it's the orange chocolate combination, mm-hmm. you know? But it's, like, the Simply Orange High Pulp orange juice. Oh, yeah, I'm all about that High Pulp. And then the Chips Ahoy. <gasps> Apparently it's anyway, not anyways. But the S is incorrect. It- how did someone say that? The, I I mean I I looked it up. Well, okay. What if I want to say I'm like fuck it. Yeah, I mean it's fine. I'm just if I'm gonna be teaching words, I should try I to be better. All sorts of weird stuff. Oh yeah, no. It, like in general, I won't. But if I am like, oh, this is incorrect, I'll try to say it. Unless it's mm. like on purpose wrong. Language is always changing. That's very true. Did you know literally is in the dictionary as literally, but also. Just as like a, to emphasize something. Man, that's crazy. Moving on up with our slang. I bet Glizzy's in the dictionary now. Oh, God. It's in this um, Coco and Claire Claire song that's stuck in my head. There's a song that has like, the word Glizzy, Glizzy in it. Is that a Glizzy or are you just happy to see me? <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I actually really like their music. <laughs> they I'm have sure this like kind of like, I don't know. They have this kind of lo-fi vibe, but like. It's like whispery singing, but it's like makes you feel like a cool kid a little bit. Yeah, you it's like fun like to listen to in the car. Mm-hmm. That's on brand for you. Like, I feel like I like a lot of different types of music. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to sprinkle in a little bit of my angsty teen music for you, but we haven't found the niche yet. The problem is, I I like am not ready for all the screaming quite yet. You know. Yeah, and in my brain, I'm like, wow, this is like actually such a low amount of screaming. <laughs> yeah. But I need to find one. I need to find, like, things that I remember when I was kind of... Getting into it. Getting into it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this is an odd segue, but um, the first time I was into, like, kind of like an angsty teen band, mm-hmm. I was maybe 14, mm-hmm. and I met a boy on the internet that was foreign, and he told me about this band called Atreyu. I wouldn't show Atreyu to you as your first uh, edgy teen band, but I love Atreyu. I feel like I I remember you talking about them. Yeah, and I am so grateful for that because I don't know if I would have ever listened to anything quote-unquote heavier than what I had already been listening Mm. to. But I love love Atreyu. Yeah, it really did. Definitely brought me up to a lot of other uh, bands that I now hold very near and dear. So 
Yeah, some people come into your life for what a reason, a season. Chloe, what did you use for like an instant messenger when you were a, when you were a, a wee lass? Honestly, I the first like anything I got on the internet that was like an account of mine was a Yahoo email, and for a mm-hmm. while it was just that like in elementary school and shit. I'd be I, once I figured out that you could put a link to a YouTube video in an email, it was game over. Oh yeah, I was like sending so many goddamn emails with YouTube video links in them, because um, it was you wow. know like 2007 or something, <laughs> and so the internet was in its infancy. It, it, YouTube was a strange, strange place, and I was all here for it. Um, the 2007. I'm trying to think because I I was like, I was I'm obviously you know a little older than you, so I'm like I was in high school, mm-hmm. and I remember. YouTube, obviously. I remember homestarrunner.com. Did you ever go there? Oh, or dude, I Al- was obsessed with Teenage Girl Squad. Teenage Teen Girl, Girl Squad. Squad. I like when she's so uh, What's like her face? She's like, it was whack. Wiggity whack? <laughs> no, just regular kind. <laughs> <laughs> There's no place for a mighty warrior. Also, just like the ugly one dying uh, in all the different ways. Like when same. she's like, Oh, my tan lines the are ugly one. And I'm like, relatable. Ow, my most of me. Yeah. I know. Oh, God. Good. Classic. Uh, Dude, another one, was... uh, albinoblacksheep.com. I used to go on there and play a lot of little mini, like, flash games. Nice. But also, like, MySpace. Ooh. And, like, MSN Messenger. MSN is top tier to any other messaging device. I'm sorry. If you had AIM. Also, people that call AIM, A-A-M, red flag. I can't think of it without thinking of Pen15 when Maya's um, username <gasps> is like diaper911 or something. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pen15 is so good and so to, painfully awful. Ooh. I need to rewatch it. It's so good. We should watch it together. Uh, MSN. I and I had, I had so many GIFs saved on MSN and how you could just like add them from like people like if someone used it you could just like and then you would do like gift shares exchanges with people and they would just type out all their gifts and then you would type out all your gifts and then you would just like have oh my god i honestly incredible. i don't remember exactly what messaging system i use but like <laughs> i know that there was okay so there was email then i got really into mm-hmm. club penguin and then i also oh. simultaneously got really into gaia online oh a little See, I was bars. I was a little too old for those two, but I remember. Dude, I was selling portraits, like hand-drawn marker portraits of people's avatars for Gaia money. I was hustling. Dude. I have them on my computer somewhere. That's incredible. It really was. My, I think what my username was to be alive. My username was Mrs. Spatula, which is very appropriate for that time, I feel like, you know. I never had MySpace. Wait. Ever? No. My closest thing to MySpace was Gaia Online because I feel like the profile, like, that was, like, the closest thing I ever had to it. And I would, like, had, like, a playlist and I had, like, freaking all my photos that I, like, put up on my thing and I gave it a custom background and blah, blah, blah. That is insane. I never knew that. I loved MySpace. Oh, man. Facebook was my first, like, actual... Um, social, media. social media because I'm a freaking I'm like the I'm at the very tail end of like the millennial cutoff right. so I'm like well I Man. was born 95 so I just like when I was in MySpace I remember when people started switching over to Facebook because originally it started as just like a college 
thing, like a college social media. Mm. And then I remember everybody started switching over to it. And I was like, dude, it's so ugly and lame. Why would you do that? Yeah. Because my profile was freaking lit. It taught me like how to code. And like getting high with dinosaurs was my MySpace song. Because you could put a song on your profile. And it's like, why would you run away from that? Why would you go to Facebook? When oh, you, you ruin could, a good thing. Everything was like custom. Your font, custom colors. I honestly everything. don't know. I don't know why the draw to Facebook was so strong. Like what? Like about? Right? I don't know. I would but go back was, to MySpace like, in so a seated. second. Like I literally only got on it because everybody and their mom was on it. And I was like, well, no one's on MySpace anymore. Yeah. I guess I'm forced. Yeah. By association. Uh, Rip. No, I was very excited to get a MySpace. Or a. I was very excited to get a Facebook in like 2008. So MySpace was so cool. I have a, I have friends that I made on MySpace that I still like have on social media. That's insane. Nice. I saw a girl on TikTok doing her scene hair tutorial, and I was like, "What year is it?" I wanted that hair so bad. I'm low key glad it didn't work out for me. Mm. Why I did wear the like pants that? with like the chains on them though. There was like a brief moment in middle school where I thought. I would be cool by wearing like men's hurlies hoodies and etnies and like straight leg jeans, which I was very adamant that they weren't skinny jeans for some reason. Like apparently I thought that was dumb. Oh, and then I would wear a beanie and, and dude, I had a Nokia phone shoes? with a brick. Woof. The skater shoes were real, dude. They were real. I had the big puffy white and pink ones. And then I had oh. like a, a slightly less puffy, like tan brown pair. I would like almost exclusively wear audio brand. Don't even know what that is. And like him, like the band him did like a, and Bam Margera from, you know, Jackass, they did like a collaboration. So all of the shoes that I had had like the hardograms on it from him. It's a pentagram, but the top's a heart. It's emo. (laughs) Uh, But those shoes were amazing. And I would almost exclusively buy those shoes. And oh man, I think you've prepared some questions for me today. Yeah, I do have some questions. Um, we have some more hypothetical questions because I like those. <laughs> I think they're fun. Um, okay, my first question is, if you could learn the truth behind one secret or mystery, what would it be? Like conspiracy? It could be a conspiracy. It could be a old historical fact that is like not confirmed it could be anything you want it could be like a who killed this person like mystery it could be anything low-key probably 9-11 oh my god (laughs) you're like let me just get the absolute truth so i can stop thinking about it or what yeah and also it's it's just such i don't need to get into it right now because it is a lot but there's a lot of things where it's like huh that doesn't really add up. Anyways, so that. Also, <laughs> I've been listening to Morbid lately, and they're talking about really... uh, uh, okay. something that's so not on my mind lately that I would like to know the answer to uh, is who killed John Benet Ramsey? Dude, that was what I was going to say. I was going to say. Really? Was literally when I was thinking about, like, oh, if I wonder, like, if she's going to pick, like, a, you know, a murder mystery, like, like a real one, you know, like something true crime where we don't know who did it. And the first person I thought it was John Benet. Yeah. Because I'm listening to that uh, right now on Morbid, and that is absolutely insane. And the whole thing was handled so poorly by the police. And yeah, it was old as time. Ugh, awful. They got the technology. I hope that they outsource it and f- get that DNA match. You know what I'm saying? 
Okay, here's I got another one for you. All right. If you could go back in time and uninvent something, what would it be? Uninvent something. Yeah. I basically was like, this is going to give Taylor an opportunity to, like, dunk on something she hates. It's like, no matter how ridiculous it is. Oh, I was literally going to say, like, credit scores. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think, uh, what is something that men have invented for women that's totally unnecessary? What is something that I would like to uninvent? What would the world be a better place without? Without snapbacks. I want to uninvent snapbacks because I hate seeing them. I see one on someone's <laughs> head, I just get unreasonably angry. Yeah. Just like, I'm so not into that. It's insane. I hate that so much. I do. Like, I, I am sorry. It's like the, it is the most super, I try to be not superficial on dating apps, which is hard to do because they make it very first glance. Oh, that's the word I was looking for. But the snapback, if I see someone, a snap, it's immediate left swipe. Sorry, I can't do it. That's what I was saying earlier when I was like, oh, you used to think I was, and I was like thinking of the word. Superficial because you don't like white men ever, but now you do because you like Young Gravy and Young Blood and like Adam Driver, I guess. So that's like a few. Damn. We actually... I know. What's happening? <laughs> I'm just saying, I guess I'm... Uh... No, you like all the angsty boys. Is but Young Gravy... No matter what this, color you are. Once again. Once again. <laughs> <laughs> young gravy it does not follow the pattern of behavior it's an anomaly it doesn't make any sense to me that you are so into him he's confident but and tall when has whenever has that been enough for you in the past you know i'm just saying it's very true it's usually the exact opposite i'm like you're really annoying because you're too full of yourself this is, this is what i'm saying it's not yeah. that it's not that he's the ugliest person on the planet it's just it is it just doesn't make sense what did you say about him? You said that uh, it wasn't like I knew him, like I got to know him or something. <laughs> oh, it wasn't like, you know, when like, you know, you get to know someone and then you become attracted to them like over time <laughs> because you like know them as a person and you like really like their character and like you have trust built. It's like you're in him and you don't even know this weirdo. Okay. Yeah, he's he's not that weird. I know. I actually don't know anything about him, but okay. I do love Young Blood, though. Uh, Young Blood's a sweet baby angel. I see. I also know nothing about him, and so there's also a little bit of confusion there. But I know when I sent you that song, so it makes more and sense. you're like, I sent Chloe a song, and she was like, "I was expecting it to be worse," and I'm like, "That is such a rude thing to say." <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's okay. I love him. Look, I try to be open-minded, but I make mistakes, okay? Sometimes I am judgy. It's just, I'm human. I used to be known for my music tastes, okay? I used to, like, give people used new music. Be. Hey! Shut uh, up. Your word's not mine. I'm just saying, like, in high school, I would burn people CDs all the time. My friend told me that I was the one that showed her my chemical romance, and I was like, wow, I don't remember that, but that's amazing. <laughs> anyway, you got anyway. any more questions? Yeah, um, if you want them. Uh, I always want them. Okay, if you could pick one fantasy creature to bring to life, what would it be? Mermaids. Mm. That would be sick and scary. Oh, I'd be, I'd be like, can you like bite me and turn me into one? How does this work? Dude, that'd be sick. Vampire mermaids? Is, that, is there any books about that yet? Vampire TM, TM, TM. <laughs> Wait, 
Okay, I need to write this down for my future Monster of the Week uh, campaign. <laughs> Vampire Mermaids? Vampire Mermaids? Question mark, question mark, question mark. I will say on the other topic of fantasy creatures, I would love some sort of like griffin or like Pegasus or like, like a water dragon. Like I drew a weird mermaid the other day, actually. Oh. It's not as good as my pickle mermaid. Maybe we can put a picture of that on the Instagram. Pickle mermaid. The pickle mermaid is pretty great. Chloe likes to uh, ask me for prompts and then draw them, which is great yes. because I can't draw, but my brain is full of wonder sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's a recent thing where, yeah, I just like, I'm like, literally tell me to draw anything and I'll draw it. And then I do my best. And it's like, it's a good little exercise, you know? Yeah. And it, it makes me notice my surroundings because I just take words and I put them together. Like a ping pong ball bouncing around in my brain. Dude, Not that's what I've been saying. Ping pong. No, a friend of ping mine pong. actually uses that term, ping pong brain, and I was like, that is an excellent way to put it. That is it's absolutely... Like ping pong, but with, like, ten ping pongs, ping pong balls. Of varying time. sizes. Well, yeah, what is the, wait, what is the varying size? They just make more of an impact when they hit the side of the brain cave. The chasm? Like my, yeah, the chasm. <laughs> like, my anxiety ping pong ball is pretty large. Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay, gotcha. Every once gotcha. in a while, it's like, uh <laughs> Some ping pongs are more powerful. I can't, okay. If I could bring a fantasy creature back to life. Yeah, griffins would be pretty sick because they're, like, adorable and, like, you can, like, freaking ride them in the sky. That's amazing. They're also, like, scary. Yeah. Like, like I feel like you could have a cool, like, is it, guard. Well, I mean, Buckbeak is, like, oh, a... Dude, imagine taking a griffin to work. You just have to stand outside all day, eat people live, that walk by. My commute is, like, 15 minutes, and so I imagine, like, riding a griffin to work would be, like, perfect for that length of commute, you know? Well, and you could fly. That's what I'm saying. No traffic. It's better for the environment. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We're thinking of the Earth. If you were invited to take a trip to the moon, would you? No. Yeah, me neither. If I could just like snap my fingers and be on the moon, I'd be like, moon owners. The whitest kids you know. Quote. Anyways. Um, no. Space travel terrifies me like nobody's business. Yeah. Humans were not made to be in that environment there. no and i think that's all i would be able to think about is like if i go out there dead and you, you know? know how many people how many like space shuttles and things have have like destroyed before they even left like the earth's atmosphere yeah r.i.p yeah r.i.p man that it's terrifying and also also the food is shit and you like can't really take a real shower and like yeah I remember no. I heard one astronaut story about, like, there was, like, a turd that was, like, floating around in the aircraft, and they, like, didn't know whose it was. Because, <laughs> like, the turd drawer opened. <laughs> Where did I hear oh, about no. that? Oh, the turd like a- drawer. <laughs> I absolutely hate that so much. <laughs> it was, like, a podcast or something. I'm try- I'm going to have to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, they- we're going to have to fact check that. I'm gonna- no, I know it's real. Someone was talking about it. Oh, fuck. Okay, I'm making a note. I'm literally um, writing. I was going to say, though. I'm literally writing the word turd drawer. Perfect. That'd be a good sticker. Um, one thing I was thinking, too, is, is that I would like to see if the flag's really there. Because that's another conspiracy. What if we never went to the moon? isn't there. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like we did. But how juicy if we didn't, you know? Right? That's what I'm saying. We don't know. We weren't there. It'd be pretty lit, though, to, like, see the Earth from, like, far away. I'd be like, dude, this is that real existential, brother. Yeah. I wonder what would happen if you took mushrooms on the moon. In space. you probably let yourself out the damn airlock. Like, going for a walk. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to explore the cosmos. You die real quick in space, by the way. Basically just uh, 
Oh, it's like pretty much instantaneous. Yeah, it basically um, breeze dries you. <laughs> so just so you know. It's disgusting. I hate putting it that way. Perfect. Well, this whole space shenanigans reminds me of, uh, I was listening to a podcast recently and it was obituary actually. Uh, so they were talking about how in space, there's not really like a protocol uh, if someone dies in space, like what to do with the body. Because so far, anytime there's been like a death on a spacecraft, it's kind of been the whole spacecraft. Like there hasn't really been any survivors, right? Right. Um, but if, if they were like on the space station or something like that, like if someone dies, they don't really have something to do like with the body that you're supposed to do. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that they were that they had talked about um potentially doing is this thing called uh permission it's really interesting actually it because you know i like to learn about weird ways that uh weird things they could do with your body after you die yeah because it's uh wildly interesting and cremation and typical burial is usually really bad for like the planet um because we pump our bodies full of chemicals and yeah, cremation. yeah so it's called it's called permission um it's it was created by a Swedish biologist. Her name is Suzanne. She's, I can't pronounce your last name, Suzanne. That's Love fine. you. Um, but basically, it's, it's kind of like freeze-drying your body into a crematory state versus burning it. Okay. Right? So you're, you're basically, your, your body would be sprayed with liquid nitrogen that would freeze all of your remains and crystallizes all your cells and stuff. And then basically, you would get shaken up. <laughs> <laughs> Which is get crumbled in like a Ziploc get, bag. Get crumbled, right? <laughs> and so you'd have like a bunch of like crystallized body particles, right? Yeah, it's like and it's then, like the freeze dried chicken that I buy for peaches that she likes. Right. So like the first part is like freezing, and then the second part, I guess, would be the freeze drying because then that would be vacuuming, like a high pressure, high power vacuum situation that like gets all of the liquid out, right? And it reduces your body to like. Yeah. 30% of your original weight. Well, yeah, if we're 70% water, that sounds about right. Oh. <laughs> right. Is that what you're basing Makes it on? Sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically a person that's like 150 pounds would come out as like 44 pounds-ish. So, basically Ooh. any... Huh? Drink your water, folks. Yeah. But isn't that pretty interesting? And then, okay, so, sorry, there's a couple more steps, but basically yeah, any no. metals are removed. Oh, yeah, so, I've got... like, I've... fillings, implants, things like that. I've got a big-ass um, leg. Yeah, and then, so basically then then your remaining body particles are put in a biodegradable container. But it's it's insane because it's so much more economical, I suppose, and it's also so much more um, just good for things. And then you're basically, you're basically mulch at that point. Yeah. You can bury it, yeah, or you can use it in your garden. Make, make you some can, mushrooms out of it. Exactly, but it's like so much better for everything. But... The reason they brought it up in space is because outside in space, it's basically a really cold vacuum, right? Oh. So they were saying they could have some sort of arm. They put this person body in a body bag, put it outside for a little bit, you know, and then they would like shake it around in the body bag. Oh my God. And then Just, bring it inside. I mean, yeah. It makes like, sense. It's kind of like, like when you like use your back porch as a freezer in the winter. Yeah. Like it's already there. It's yeah, free. Just, Why not use it? Yeah. And like everyone's so concerned about like your dead body, which I get, you know, you want to be respectful and stuff. But also if you just leave a dead body chilling, it could endanger every single other person 
on that spacecraft. Diseases, brother. Decomposition. It's not cute. Not cute. Just stick not me out the window life. in space. It's all good. All I won't get mad. That's yeah. another thing. You know how people always get up in arms about how dogs won't eat you if you die and they'll just starve to death, but your cats will eat you? Yeah, yeah. Please, if I'm not alive and it's between my cat starving to death or eating me, go off. Save yourself. <laughs> I love you so much. That's the same. Any of my pets. And then you're always a part of them. Yeah. And I don't need that. I'm not yeah. occupying it anymore. Use it. I'm just saying. It's a very I, practical mindset. It is not. If you love your dog as much as you say you do, you would, ra- you would not want it to starve to death next to you when it could continue living. That's a good point you bring up there. But yeah, I just wanted to tell you about that little permission. People love the shit I on think cats. It's really interesting. But cats yeah, they do. We're cat lovers yeah. here, so you can come for us, but we'll strike back, okay? This kitty's got claws, you know? Yeah. I love Why? my little peachy. Yeah, but I just wanted to tell you about the little permission thing because I think it's very interesting. It's not um, like approved yet, but I think it's a great prospect. I think it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man. I definitely want to, yeah, go back into nature somehow. Okay. I have a, am I the a-hole? Oh, I have one of those too. I forgot. Okay. Am I the a-hole for correcting a coworker about dot, 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 something? <gasps> how mysterious. I was just going to say how mysterious. <laughs> it was almost uh, in unison. I can't believe I'm going to write this, but I don't know whether or not I'm actually this insensitive during this time and age, or if this is an extreme overreaction. But I'm going to let you guys decide because I like to assume you guys are more emotional savvy about this topic. So here we go. So about two weeks ago, me and another coworker were talking about the topic of chocolate milk, and well, she's one of the seven percent of Americans that actually believes that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. <gasps> Ooh. I admit that I guffawed a bit, to which she took offense, but I ended up apologizing. But I also told her that I thought she was just a bit silly, and I told her that chocolate milk is actually regular milk with chocolate syrup, to which she got defensive and said she didn't believe me. Oh, God. No. So I asked her if I can show her proof that she was wrong, and she dared me to do so. So I bought regular milk and chocolate syrup from a nearby store during lunch, mixed it up, and gave it to her to drink. She ended up drinking it and just left in a huff and apparently told our shift manager she was leaving for the day because she felt attacked by me and demands she needs a mental day, to which the shift manager didn't approve of, but she left anyway. Apparently, this whole thing got everyone else's attention. It apparently attracted enough attention that my store manager had to personally call me to his office yesterday and tell me about what happened. I didn't know at the time, but I really offended her so much that she told the store manager about how she couldn't work with me anymore and that she even reported me to HR for discriminating against her beliefs and that I apparently caused enough mental damage that she couldn't even go back to work due to how much I humiliated her over chocolate milk. Okay. My store manager wrote me up and warned me the next time I acted in such an offensive manner like that, I would be fired. I have thoughts for sure. What should have happened is... I just, uh, I'm, I'm, I don't think they're the asshole. I think the other person, like, instead of having the quality of being able to laugh at yourself a little bit, I mean, come on, yeah. double down and is deciding to, I mean, it is a little bit embarrassing, but I feel like based only based on this person's account, it doesn't sound like they were like dragging them like ferociously, you know? Well, they probably thought they were being sarcastic. Yeah, I just... <laughs> And There's to call no it di- what discriminate discrimination for your beliefs, like come on, please, yeah. please. I'm sorry. 
you can be upset that you kind of like got called out and embarrassed for that and maybe make that like a personal thing like a but if this is like a a one-time situation like this is as far as we know it doesn't seem like this is a repeating pattern but i definitely think it's like the other person just overreacted that's my take also just so everybody knows chocolate milk does not come from brown cows yeah uh if any of you are in that seven where the hell did the seven percent statistic come from also Apparently, it's 7.4% of Americans. How do they judge that? Who's taking that poll? How yeah, big what is it? What are those it? 7%? Are they 6th graders? But you're 11. We need to what do they, a freaking third deep graders? Dive? Who's telling it just, them? It just sounds like I know that no one corrected her ahead of time. That sucks. But, like, sometimes embarrassing things happen in life, and no one needs to get fired for it, okay? Also, if my boss pulled me in and was like, just so you know, I'm writing you up for telling your coworker that chocolate milk isn't from brown cows. I would be like, I'm not working here anymore. Yeah, that's also, I think, it sounds like the work just, like, rolled over, basically, to the kind of, like, yeah. pressure of... And you don't want to work for someone person. like that. Like, bosses that I've had recently would probably call me in their office and be like, yo, what happened? And I would tell them, and then they would laugh and, and probably have be a like, good laugh about it. hey, this person's really upset, so just, like, don't do that again, slash say you're sorry, or whatever. Yeah. Move on. They'd be like, hey, you upset them, but it's funny, because... That's dumb. Yeah. Milk cows can't make chocolate. I just like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that the, it's unfortunate that the person went that long without knowing, but it's yeah. not the other person's fault. You know, I don't know. And I want to know also, yes, like what is the overwhelming response to that? Are people on the writer's oh, side? They're not. I, th- I don't think anyone's the a-hole in this one. Oh, okay. Wait. Okay. I don't remember. I, mean, I, I think the, I wouldn't. I, yeah. I mean, I guess I wouldn't even call the other person an asshole. Like that's a little bit like, extreme i just think they're kind of having a little bit of uh overreaction yeah or like rather than like being like man okay look i'm embarrassed this is like a hit to my ego but like i'll just you know smooth it over to move on and like regulate myself they're like the it's uh, yeah i just wish they handled it differently that's all i gotta say handle your stuff people yeah, it's okay to make mistakes, even if they're funny and kind of embarrassing. It's fine. It'll be funny later. It's better you know? if they're funny and embarrassing. Okay, right. I have one for you. All right. This one, maybe it's a little too obvious who's the asshole in this one, but I just want to see your reaction when I read this. Cool. Am I the asshole for calling my boyfriend ridiculous for feeling jealous of my cats? I have two cats. They're incredibly affectionate tuxedo cats that are two years old. I have been dating my boyfriend, River, for a few months now. I like that she names him. Drag him. No. Um, He knows that I have cats. We went to my house the other day, and my cat was meowing and purring by the bag of treats. I said something in a baby voice and called my cat Lovey and then gave him treats. We went upstairs, and my boyfriend said that it was kind of creepy that I would call my cat Lovey and that it makes him uncomfortable. While we were eating, my other cat jumped up on the chair and started purring and rubbing against me, and I started petting her while still talking and eating. My boyfriend asked if I could cut it out, and I said that he was being ridiculous. I might have been a bit rude, but he says that I'm spending too much time with my cats and that most dogs are not as annoying as my cats. I felt a bit offended, but am I the asshole? Okay, first of all, what a waste of the name River. (laughs) This man's trash. Okay, (laughs) he's going to think it's weird that you baby talk to your cats. I think it's weird that you don't baby talk to your cats. I'm just like, babies. has he never known any other cat owners? Like, has is he this ever loved exposure? an animal? And then him saying, oh, my dogs are way less annoying. What? Have you ever met Incorrect. a dog? I like dogs, but Taylor and I agree. They are so much, much. more. 
They're just they just are so much. They're so much. To cat. Cats are chill as you know. Hell, you part, get like you know? a little bit of older dog. They're just vibing. Love it. All right. right. Love it. But, the but first, they need like, a lot. It's fine. Have your dogs. I don't think it should be a competition though. That's the no. other thing. That's when I get like irritated with it when people are it's, like, dogs just, are better. And it's like, okay, it like what right. you like. Who cares? Like, if you're gonna bring it up and say that dogs are extremely better than cats, then I'm gonna tell you why they're not. Yeah, then you're gonna hear other opinions. Yeah. I like know. what you like. Have just, your dogs. All animals are great. Just they yeah. have different behaviors. Different and some of dogs' behaviors are extremely demanding and and hard to train and stuff like that and that's just what it is different strokes for different folks and that's yeah. fine but there's we also some freaky there's some different. freaky mean cats that's fine that's i know true. that but not my cat so yeah. step off you know well my cat does like to nibble on me a little these bit baby but knuckles she's oh, not actually catching. trying to hurt me you know you catch these baby knuckles um, <laughs> baby yeah, knuckles um dump that guy uh i've been dating for um, a few months now yeah cut no yeah. Cut, him, cut him loose red flag um, I was going to say, too, the name River uh, in Cyberpunk. There's a guy that's a potential romantic interest, and his name's River, and I'm in love with him. Yeah, River's a good name. I agree. He's angsty. It's great. Anyway, Man, that guy. What a chode. What a chode. All right. I got one. I have another one. Sorry. I'm not going to read the title for this one. I'll just read the body. Okay. The title's a spoiler. So. Got it. My husband's mom moved in with us a week ago. The minute we were informed she was going to move in temporarily till her house gets renovated, we emptied a room specifically for her. It has everything, a bed with a frame, curtains, TV, wardrobe, etc. She was thrilled with it, loved it a lot. One day, I come home and found her in my bedroom sleeping in mine and my husband's bed. I was confused. She told me she took a nap on the bed and lost track of time. Since then, she started talking about how she loved the nap there and started hinting wanting to take naps in the bedroom from now on. No. I kept ignoring her comments till my husband sat me down and told me his mom really liked and got used to napping in our bedroom and no. we should just let her have her daily afternoon nap in the room. She's not a toddler. I said, absolutely not. And we started debating. I told him his mom is being ridiculous because she has a whole room upstairs where she should nap. He got upset and said that I was making his mom feel uncomfortable and unwelcome with this attitude. I said no and refused to negotiate. He called me selfish and mean for saying no and preventing his mom from feeling comfortable at his house. But I reminded him that I pay full mortgage for this house while he blows money over gadgets and consoles. Oh, get him. He accused me of bringing old disagreements in this current conflict to use against him. I said okay. no again and he should stop pushing because I needed the room for when I felt home when I got home being exhausted from working on my feet from 6 a.m. He's refusing to speak to me till I agree to let his mom have her nap in there. Okay. Am I well, am I the a-hole for choosing this hill to die on? Here's the thing. I think it could be handled slightly better, well, on her side and much better on his side because clearly I think she's in the right. But Yeah. Yeah, you have a ha she has her own room. Your bedroom is your own personal space. It's important That's to have That's the thing. It's I think I personally believe it is important for people to have areas that and and or or and or like specific time slots where they have alone time and like your personal stuff is in there like whatever she does there's no real reason that she needs to be in there and frankly it's just weird and immature that she was like making it a thing that's just the don't. thing is like why does she have and to be in that to, room and he needs to stand up to his mom and stand up for his marriage and be like look my wife isn't comfortable with you sleeping in our bed so you can stay in your bedroom which we 
freaking set up for you. Oh, why would she a, go in there in the first place and that's just the other take thing. a casual nap? Thing. Why did she wander into their room in the first place? That's what one are of you those doing? things. You know no. that the mom, when the moms are really like obsessed with their sons. Just because they're your parent doesn't mean that you shouldn't be able to like set boundaries with them and be like, look, I'm also an old adult and you're staying in my house. You, you know, have an so, entire like, room to make this work for everybody. It's not like she's sleeping on the couch and wants to take a nap in the bedroom. Yeah. They no. set up an entire room for her. No. No, I would die on that hill too, brother. Nope. Yeah. No, I would. I mean, frankly, no. yeah, I think that's just going to have to be something really worked through. And hopefully, I mean, I mean it, it's, so. it's, more, it's more effective to not bring up past things at times because it just makes the other yeah. person more defensive, even if you have a point. But like, you know, maybe be a little more strategic about like trying to hear them out. That way they are more receptive. You know, no one wants to do that sometimes, but like do what you got to do to get this lady out of your goddamn bed, you know? Yeah, that's very, um, I would die on that hill, but I would not bring up like the money situation. I would I definitely vent like, about it. Would, house. But I would bring up the money situation and vent about it to like a close friend for sure. Or your therapist. Or your therapist or, or yeah, whatever. Or Reddit, you know? There's something that I think is interesting that I want that I, I also, I don't know. I hear about a lot of things and I feel like I just want to tell you about things. Have you ever heard of the Winchester house? Uh, maybe. Okay. Well, it's I'll a house admit, in California. The first thing I think of is supernatural. So probably not, but. Oh, I love Dean. Anyways. <laughs> okay. So Winchester, basically there's a Winchester house in California. Okay. There's this lady, 1800s, right? Um, her name was Sarah Winchester. She was married to William Wirt Winchester. So he was the heir to the Winchester like rifle company. So we got a rich man here. But anyways, he passed away. Sarah inherited his fortune at the time in like 1880 something was $20 million. What is $20 million in 1880 today? Holy shit. I don't know. Over $500 million. Woo! That's a, that's a stack of cash there, brother. And she has inherited 50% of the Winchester company, and she was paid $1,000 a day from that company in 1885, or around there, 1880-something. $1,000 a day today would be over $26,000 a day. Ma'am was rolling. So she got all this money, right? And I forget where she lived before this, but basically she went to a medium. I think she lived in Connecticut. Um she went to a medium because she was like, I have all this money. I feel really stressed out that like all these, you know, guns were used to kill people. I feel like this is not a good fortune, all this stuff. So she was like nervous about like taking all this wealth. Like it would be like kind of bad karma, karma, I suppose to her. Yeah. Bad juju. Yeah. And so basically the medium was like, yo, you need to move to California. You need to build a house that's going to basically house all of the spirits of the people that were killed by Winchester rifles. Basically, she was like, all right, bet I got a bunch of money. So in yeah. 1886, she bought this like little farmhouse in California. It was on like a bunch of land and stuff. Mm -hmm. So between 1886 and 1922, she basically had people working on this house day in and day out, like 24 hours a day, builders would be there, right? Mm -hmm. And it was originally an eight bedroom farmhouse. And when she was done building it, this house had 160 rooms. Jesus. It started as an eight-bedroom farmhouse. And it started as, I think it was a two-story house. And it got up to a seven-story, like, mansion. Seven stories. That's insane. She tall. So for this house, right? 160 That's a lot bedrooms. of ghosties. Well, it's a big old... She's getting $1,000 a day from these guns. She's got to 
you know? Yeah. It has literally, so 160 rooms. It's 24,000 square feet. We're not even to the amenities yet. You just wait. Oh, I'm waiting. It has 47 stairways and fireplaces. Some of these stairways would just go to nowhere. That's creepy. It's insane. There's 17 chimneys, 13 bathrooms. 160 rooms, 13 bathrooms. That doesn't... She lived there with her daughter. So it was like just her and her kid in this... That's insane. There was six separate kitchens. you imagine growing up there? Holy shit. Yeah. Girls probably cuckoo. So it was built for $5 million in 1923 yeah. or $71 million today. I mean, still a good deal. You got 160 rooms. Yeah. She had an entire seance room in this house. Which you can go visit this. Like I want to, I this is this should be added to our list of places to travel because we can go see this house. Um, so basically, she had an entire séance room in her house, and she would have mediums come to her house daily to talk to like the good spirits and ask them what they wanted in the house. And she slept in a in a different room every single night, and she had these secret passageways in this house that she would use to get between the rooms so that the spirits wouldn't follow her. Wow. Wow. Isn't that wild? What a life. That's freaky as hell. I know. What, was it like Clue when there's like a painting on the wall and it like swings open? She just like catches the This house is absolutely insane. Like it's one of the coolest things I've ever... Ugh. It just seems so cool. And she was so mystery, mysterious in the house. And like she literally was like such a mysterious lady. Like she never had checked. She never kept a journal. She never did any interviews. She had no family that would like talk about her after she died but basically also they made it real bougie mm -hmm. there was one window in the house that was like a tiffany window and it's worth like thousands and thousands of dollars like one window from tiffany where yeah, is it again california mm -hmm. and it was like one of the first houses that had plumbing and electric and electrical work like in the area and it's just like wow push button gaslighting throughout the house LOL, gaslighting. Um, something, though, that was pretty crazy, because like I said, they were building on this house forever. But then there was a big earthquake in 1904, and the top three floors ultimately had to be, Ooh. like, demolished. So now it's only a four-floor mansion. Now you got three floors worth of angry ghosts again. I just think it's insanely interesting that, uh, yeah. That is it's crazy. Really that would That's also crazy. be a cool inspiration for a Monster of the Week thing. Yeah. And it's just ghost hotel. I would love to go see this place. That'd be so cool. Maybe she's just ha there haunting it. She's like, I built this for ghosts. So me too. Yeah, dude. I'd be hanging out there afterward. I'd be like, dude, the same. That house the is massive. Save the bougiest room for me. Yeah. Switching rooms every night. Go off. Sarah. And all of a sudden you can. So cool. And then like all of a sudden your relationship with these goats, goats, ghosts gets um like way deeper all of a sudden because you're like, hey. You're like, what up, man? Me too, brother. I can Let's see go. you now. <laughs> Let's communicate in my big old house. Do you like it? No? Well, it's too late now. You should have said something. I had seances every day for you. But yeah, I thought that was pretty interesting. So That is. That's something, you know? Yeah. I wonder if there's other things like that around the world. Oh, definitely. Like buildings people have built specifically for the for undead. Ghosts? Or not the undead, for the dead. <laughs> oh, definitely. Not the undead, no. Okay, we're going to answer some questions from Shelby. Thank you, Shelby. Shelby wants to know, if you could make a new animal, what would it be? Ooh. Hmm. It would be definitely like some kind of big companion animal. animal. Mm. Um, but it would be hypoallergenic, because why not? I'm designing it, so. <laughs> and it would, it would fly. And... 
it would maybe, hmm, I'm trying to think like, oh man, maybe like a flying capybara. That'd be so freaking cute. But he'd be like even fuzzy. Like I feel like they're even mm. fuzzier because I feel like, I don't know. Are they actually soft? I actually don't know. But I want that. They don't look soft to me, but I want them to be like a it cat. to be soft. Fur, like cat fur, but not shedding, you know? So imagine like a silky, like hypoallergenic giant guinea pig soaring through the sky. That's my ride. Have you seen? And I'd name him. I'd name him Gunther. Gunther. Damn, I'm already emotionally attached to this imagined flying capybara. It's like a sticker to me. <laughs> it does. <laughs> I'm I would probably do. Uh, there's a game. I think it's called The Last Guardian. Once again, I don't know anything. Um, but it's this huge. It's like a puppy mixed with like a griffin. And it is just the sweetest little thing, but it's freaking huge. And it, like, is kind of clumsy, but it has huh. the sweetest little face. And it makes me cry every that time really I play big that paws? game. Yes. Really Adorable. big paws. It's like a like a puppy bird. I love oh, it. It's so cute. I'm, like, literally getting emotional right now. It's so like, precious. I'm sorry. It's a sad, the game's a lot. We'll put a picture. Yes. Oh, he's so cute. So sweet. Love it. Love to see Sounds it. great. The flying animals are where it's at, you know? Yeah. Like, Something, if, like, if horses could fly, I would def be a horse girl. Dude, yeah. Or, like, a big bat. Oh, I love like, bats. You can just... He'll have nice, like, hmm, I don't know. Well, he'll probably need claws just for, like, other things, but we need to, like, rig up some kind of, like, baby Bjorn situation so that he can just, like, <laughs> hold me gently as we fly to work, you know? <laughs> Not a saddle. A baby Bjorn. And then I need, like, a spot for him to roost. While he waits for me, you know? Yeah, like hanging upside down. Like I guess bat. he can fly around, whatever. He has agency. He can. I respect his... But they want to just chill in the dark during the day. You know, they're kind of yeah. nocturnal. We'll figure something out. It'll be like a carport, but for like bats. And they just fly in there and hang themselves up with their little feet. I'm down. And then you just like call their name and they come yeah. to you. you, know? you have your little clicker that clicks I mean, no one could like steal your bat, really, because that bat... Yeah, it's like know. those things from Avatar... Mm, haven't seen like it recently enough it. to know. Yeah. The flying things. No. But you would like have like a clicker, so instead of like a car thing, it would like use their echolocation to like say their name. So you just stick it in the car part. You go, but, like eyes flash twice. Like, no, like, the yeah. Car lights. Like, Whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On my way. Ooh, click, we could click, just click. we could just we could just make Mothman real. Yeah, there you go. Be like, Mothman, look, I'm tired of waiting for you, so I'm just going to summon you into existence with this one. <laughs> with this weird clicking wish and bright light. <laughs> Taylor's given me. Just imagine Mothman with, like, Mia's, like, on his back, you know? It's like, like, yeah, like a piggyback. Around, like a little baby monkey. And his wings are just freaking flapping in your face. We'd, like I said, we'd figure out some kind of You'd have to, like, to, like, cradle you. Maybe I could, like, sit on a swing and he'd just, like, like one of those swings for babies with the little holes for the legs. Yeah, I feel like he'd smack you on some trees. <laughs> no, he'd be a good. He, he's an excellent. He's a. He's built for this, Taylor. Navigator. Yeah, he's a flyer. He's yeah, you're strong right. Strong and thick. <laughs> he's strong and thick. Yes. <laughs> Final answer. All right. Well, there you go, Shelby. Hope that's everything you ever dreamed. <laughs> Mothman. <laughs> that's what we would make. <laughs> you gotta use any opportunity we get, you know. To plug Mothman. Yeah. No, to make Mothman real. Oh, yeah. Love Mothman. If we can't get him... Or get a knight in shining armor, all right? Yeah, get him. Get a knight in a freaking 
I was gonna say fursuit, but that sounds really weird. That sounds yeah, like a furry we're thing. Not looking <laughs> not for that. furries, right? No. I mean, you know what I'm saying. You do you, but I'm not looking for that. You do you, but don't include me in it. You do you by yourself over there. All right. I got some vocab. Not necessarily vocab. It's like I'm gonna say two things and you're gonna tell me which one's correct. Oh, like Gabby suggested? Yes. Thank you, Gabby. Shout out to Gabby. Shout out. All right. Deep seated. Deep seated. It's deep seated with the D. No, it's not. Damn it. Wait. <laughs> this reminds me of um when I was working at the undisclosed telephone company that you and I worked at. And um one time someone had to correct me via email that I needed to stop writing reseated in my treble tickets because <laughs> it was reseated, like with chords. So I should have known that. <laughs> You just reminded me of a really specific tech support memory. So the emotional damage. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This one's easy. I'll probably still get it wrong. <laughs> Could care less. Oh. Couldn't care less. I couldn't care less. Yeah. If you're out here saying I could care less, that means guess that what, you, sticker, you still care. That one's pretty get easy. It together. I saw that on a sticker and it was like a good sticker and I was like, dang it. They got it wrong on dang the sticker? It. Yeah. A oh, lot of God. people say it. Stop. It's you couldn't care less, okay? Yeah. It's zero Fs hey, given, not one. The problem with that one is that you're literally saying the opposite of what you mean when you say it incorrectly, you know? I could care less about nacho cheese fries. I don't know why that was there, but it was. I could I was... care less about having high-speed internet. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, don't say it. Yeah. Okay, it. this one. I don't know if you'll get this one. Another thing coming or another think coming An another thing g incorrect damn what the fuck if that's I'm what you think then you've got another think coming mm. that's stupid yeah i, I mean i don't that. i just don't think i even say that ever in general so got another thing coming another thing coming ew i don't like that but yeah oh, that's apparently the whole mm. phrase started as if that's what you think you've got another thing coming Ooh, i don't like it i don't like it either moving on all right. <laughs> this one is, it's like regardless versus irregardless. Oh. Well, regardless. Okay. Well, wait, what do you mean? Is it, am I supposed to describe what each one means or is one of them like not ever correct to say? Yes. Well, I'm going to guess if one is incorrect, technically, that it's regardless. Am I right? Am I no. wrong? Regardless is a word. That's what I thought. But then I was going against what I thought because I thought I was wrong. <laughs> you know? But <laughs> irregardless. That's a word, right? Also means regardless. Yeah, I was like, don't they, do they mean the same thing? Okay. It's the same. Because I was trying so, to think about how they're different and I couldn't. How was I supposed to answer that? So regardless is, is the more correct word. Yeah, I feel like I hear regardless a lot more often and that's what I say. But like right. I said, I was just assuming that, oh, maybe I'm done. Maybe it is irregardless, but no. Stop adding extra things for no reason. I know. I'm like, it means the same thing. Okay, here's another one. Pawned off or palmed off? Pawned off. P-A-W-N-E-D. Apparently, it's palmed off. Okay. Isn't I mean, there's a very so simple annoying? It's annoying because there's a very like clear reason why it feels like pawned off makes more yeah. sense right but, yeah but okay 
I know. I also could see how the other one came to be, but like I like it less, so I like it less too. Palma Palma off. I don't like that. Palm it's ugly. Mm. Yeah. Just makes me think of like when people talk about sweaty palms. Oh yeah. Because it's it's like you're handing something off to someone instead of like uh suckering them into doing it, I suppose. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Here's another one. This one's a little bit interesting. The spitting image of or the spit and image of? I always thought it was spitting image. Apparently, it's the spit and image. Hmm. Which, first of all, gross. The The background mm-hmm. to this is that... Um, like, even their go- spit's the same? It's been interpreted commonly as that, that God created Adam in his own image solely out of spit and mud. Gross. Mm. But apparently, it, it's like, over the centuries... This evolved into a metaphor for parents spitting to create children who have an uncanny likeness to them, which is gross. Yeah, that one I can. I mean, that makes sense. I love learning that kind of stuff because I'm like, the more a lot you know. of them are like new, but then I was like, another think coming. I don't like that. <laughs> that sounds really dumb. Palmed off. I don't like that. Deep seated. I don't like that because deep seeded made more sense to me because you're you can like bury seed, plant a seed, seed. Yeah. right? But apparently, exactly. deep seeded is like you are you have your butt in the couch. Is that what it is? That why that's the right one? Like that's what it's referring to? Seated. Yeah, you're it's seated? like you're seated there, like you are deep seated. I don't know, man. It's <laughs> freaking dumb. So dumb. <sighs> Welcome to America. Give me some of your vocabulary that you like or don't like because I would love to hear it. Even like. Other countries' vocabulary blows my mind. I think it's oh, so interesting. Yeah. So funny. Totally. Like, we call, like, the trunk of a car a trunk. Other people call it a boot. Why is it oh. a boot? Yeah. Why is it a boot? Like, the uh, the glove box. Oh, I can't remember the word for it. There's different words for all the things in your car. I like water closet instead of bathroom. Just yeah. sounds silly. Water yeah, closet. closet full of water? What? Yeah, where's your water closet? Why are we being so, like shifty about what the room is it's just a bathroom there's a bath in it well actually you have most a bathroom why is it called a bathroom if no if most of them don't have baths in them they should it should be like a toilet room i mean it's not i mean nice restroom time. yeah restroom is the polite way i feel like where's the toilet where's your facilities i need to relieve where's, myself where's the little girl's room no ew stop that's the worst <laughs> that is when the they call worst. when anyone calls it the little girl's room or the little boy's room i'm like no oh they're you're creepy Please don't. It's a red flag. that again. Like, what, what, why, are we, said, why are we age regressing when we go to the bathroom? Like, what? I need to go potty. Where is the no, little girl's room? Stop. If a man, like a grown man, ever said, where's the little boy's room? I'd be like, I'm calling the police. <laughs> God. Actually, we don't have one. It's broken. Broken. You can go outside. You're a boy. Go anywhere you want. Not in this house. Yeah, go find a bush. Yeah, little boy. boy. Little boys pee everywhere. What do you mean? Why do you need to find the toilet? Anyways, Chloe, do you, I think you have uh, some reviews to read. Oh, yeah. Well, I got one review, and then I figure I'll let you read the other one. You guys, we got reviews. Yeah, we didn't even have to ask for them, because honestly, we didn't I kind of forgot about ask. that. But y'all but just now, came in clutch. And Austin, but- I see you. This is a good review. It gave me a good chuckle. It says... The podcast where Fliberty Gibbet and her nincompoop friend do emotional violence toward each other for roughly an hour. If you've ever wanted to listen to two people sit and make references to movies and music they can't remember the names of, this podcast is for you, Smooth Brain. Five stars. No, that review is five stars. Thank you. Yes. 
Also, Thank leave you. us a review. Yeah. Well, he leave just did. But yes, everyone else, say something. We have another. Uh, we have another little review from Cutie Pie Cacti. Cute. Love. I love that name. <laughs> they talk about a variety of topics and are so unique and interesting. Five stars. I love to be unique and interesting. <laughs> That's li- my goal in life: is to be <laughs> unique and interesting. <laughs> I just want to be a cool girl. I just want to be a cool girl with a smooth brain. Yeah. Amazing. But really, um, these reviews like made our week life. I don't know. If you want to do an act of random act of kindness, say something to us nice in the review spot. And maybe we'll read it. It'll be like a Christmas Hanukkah gift. Yeah, exactly. Leave a, leave a little comment, you know, leave a little review. Go on Apple Podcasts, you know, leave us a little five star because we can see the Apple reviews. Like if you, if you, I mean, rate us on whatever you want to rate us on. I appreciate all of it. But on iTunes, we can actually read the reviews. Right. And on like Spotify, we can't until we get a certain number of them. So. Oh, really? How many is it? More than we have. (laughs) I know it's a lot, but just give it to me. I can take it. Oh, I don't know. Like a thousand or something? A hundred? What is it? I'm sure it's, it's Mm. probably like at least a hundred. Damn. Damn son. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. So if you want me to read your thoughts, put it on an iTunes review. Or put them in an email. You know, we, you Do know, both. We, you know, we, we, you can write the same thoughts in both. Yeah. You can email us at awfully rude at gmail.com. There we go. Awfully yes. rude at gmail.com. You heard her. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's Twitter in, and Instagram. In the description. Well, yeah. And check our Instagram if you, you want to see that. Like, are nice. uh, we got all things that are good. Yeah, um, check our Instagram if you want like a, a sneak preview or a recap. Yeah. And so you can pictures. follow us. Yeah, also we have some surprises coming up in the near future, so... You're going to want to leave those reviews. Let's just say that. You're going to, yeah. You're going to want to follow us on Instagram, an awfully rude pod, and you're going to want to leave us a review. And potentially a five-star things, review. Because things may come your way. These surprises are going to be, uh, you're not going to want to leave a four-star review is what I'm saying. Yeah, dude. Excellent. Excellent. Well, I hope you have the best Monday ever. Yeah. Don't work too hard, you know. Work hard enough to get paid, but live your life. Yes. You get that paper and you leave. And then you go get some tasty snacks or something, you know? Whatever whatever makes it worth it, your while. You want a pickled peanut butter sandwich? Go off. Oh, do it. Please do it. Do it. Got any weird? regret it. Like I said, let us know your weird food things. I want to know. I, I just want to know. know. Can you show me? Do we just do two different song references at the same time? Yeah. <laughs> yours is Love better. It. Wait, what was yours? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I didn't recognize it. I want to know. Can you show me? Yeah. Yeah. We had a duet earlier. It's good. Apparently, we're good, good singers. We'll sing more. Yeah, we're not tone deaf, so I think we have that going for us. Yeah, that was a really nice compliment when you said that to me, so thank you. You're welcome. I thought you were like, I thought it wasn't because of the way you reacted to it. So glad you liked it. Yeah, I'm not tone deaf. You hear that? Anybody that thinks I'm tone deaf? I'm not. Has anyone called you that? I don't know. Like, it's not a very to my specific face. thing. Yeah, no. Yeah, right? Can you imagine if someone's like, oh, you're tone deaf? I'd be like, <gasps> like you can get out of my freaking face then. Yeah. Go listen to someone else's voice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, see? I'm, I'm done. I'm out of juice. He's got the juice. I don't got the juice. All right, you guys, stay smooth. Stay smooth.